Hello, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. If we sound different, it's because we're in our studio. Yes, we have to come back to the studio. One, two, yo. It's the best <laughs> feeling ever because doing it over Zoom and on Google Meet. Oh, God. That was such a headache because we were like the energy was lower and me and Keisha, we really feed off of each other when we're in each other's presence. And so if you could, if you listen to the shows that we've done these last few episodes or whatever, in comparison to season one, mm-hmm. you could tell that there was a little bit of a difference in the energy because me <clears> and Keisha <throat> was right there next to each other laughing our heads off. Obviously, it's obvious. Um, so anyway, welcome to Believers in Real Life. I'm Keisha. I am India Monique. And we are back together again. Thank you so much for tuning in, as always. Um, Trying to get out that camera. Oh, I am. (laughs) India's recording live, as always. She likes to put me on blast and edit, hopefully, make me look nice. But, so how was your week? My week was, you know what, this week was different. It was good, but it was just different. Um, Sunday, we had a Bible study, me and Keisha and my sister. And um, the OG. The OG, triple OG. Um, We had the Bible study, and the Bible study was so freaking phenomenal, y'all. Like, it made me every single day remind myself that, nope, I am new wine skin. I am new wine skin. Nope, mm mm-mm. I can't I can't be old wine skin out here, y'all. And so when I keep trying to put this old stuff into this new <laughs> into this new wine skin, it's almost like the wine skin is rejecting it. So it makes it made every day just a little different. Like, oh, another rejection. But not rejection of myself, but rejecting my flesh and rejecting the things that my flesh likes. Yep. Elaborate on that, though, because, like, or I can, um, to elaborate on that. So, there's a verse in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Do you remember it? Because I don't. Okay. There's a place in the Bible where it talks about becoming new wine skin. And basically, it says that the old wine cannot go into the new wine skin. It can't transfer over. So, whoever you were in the past can't be who you are today. Like, all that stuff you need to leave behind you. And, And it's always, and I know a lot of people say, you know, I'm new, you know, I'm getting rid of all these people in my life. No, it ain't always that. Like, sometimes you just a horrible person yesterday and you need to not be that horrible person anymore. Mm -hmm. So, like India said, since Sunday, I've just been like, just letting just the dead weight of resentment and Mm -hmm. attitude, just the attitude or hate or whatever I have in my heart just fall off me. Like, I don't care. I don't care anymore. That's the it's thing. Fine. You know, it's people fine. always talk about they don't about care. It. I don't care. I don't care. But I don't. They, but they I don't. Care. No, you don't care. No, I'm getting. But, but I, it's I, the. I care about the person. Mm-hmm. I don't care about what they did to me. And it used to all go together. Like, I don't. This person, I'm writing this person off. I'm not doing yeah. this person no more. No, I still care about you and I'm going to put you over here. But I'm not going to hold that again. When I see you, it's all going to be hugs and love. I'm not tripping no more because mm-hmm. I'm new. And the access that you once had to me to be able to hurt me in that manner. Or to be able to have that type of hold over me is gone. Mm -hmm, Because mm -hmm. that part of me is gone. Mm -hmm, That part mm -hmm. of me has 
the old is gone and behold that i think that second first corinthians five seventeen says um something about being a new creature and things of that nature keisha's gonna look it up so i you am, know for sure we but i know there. we was just there on sunday but being a new creature in christ the old is gone and behold here's the new so everything that was before two o'clock on sunday is gone yeah and i'm like i'm holding to it because um i was i didn't realize how much old stuff i still had in me which was causing me to continue to respond to familiar things that I didn't know was familiar. I had no idea that they were familiar. It was literally just me doing things, um, entertaining things, entertaining conversations, um, whatever that may be. Can't find it. No such verse. It's 2nd it's second Corinthians. Oh, you said 1st Corinthians. I did say 1st, okay. but it's 2nd Corinthians 5.17. Okay. My bad. You see it? There it is. Second Corinthians five seventeen. There it is. And it says, Girl, you know I ain't got no glasses. Therefore, on. if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here at some major point. Yes. Yep. And so my new came, but I was I would respond to a lot of things based off of what I didn't know was still in me from childhood, young childhood. Things that I blocked out so, like, I blocked that stuff out. And I I think it was God that allowed me to block it out into this very moment. Mm -hmm. Because I needed to understand, India, your value is is something that you ain't never really known you had right. um, a worth. Um, you didn't even understand your value nor your worth. All the years of being a believer... We we're taught we're taught to know our value and our worth, but nobody ever tells us what that looks like. Nobody ever gives us the tools on how to find out what our value and our worth is. It's kind of like a conversation that's kind of like just like put the peanut butter on there, but you never really smooth it out, and then you just slap that bread on there. You eating the dry peanut butter sandwich. You ain't put no jelly on there or nothing. You didn't really smooth it out so I can understand what's going on. It, Sunday's Bible study was good and it was an awakening of a lot and that's something that we do this personal with our friends I would invite y'all but you're not invited you're so. not invited sorry but today I wanted to get on here and I want to talk about relationships love relationships and I think mm -hmm. that we can both offer a lot to the conversation because we're both in separate places in our lives um and we are making it work because I know a lot of people are like you can't be married and have single friends well that's not true that's a lie um so <laughs> So for me, I've been married for almost eight years. Wow, um, That's crazy. in March of next year, so it'll be eight years in March. And I've been single for thirty-five years, and it'll be thirty-six years in January. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know. So since we're both experiencing love and relationships a lot differently, but the same, because mm -hmm. we're still both believers, obviously. Um, I just thought that it would be nice to talk about. So I want to ask India some questions, and if you come up with some questions, oh. you can ask me too. I don't have any. I don't have any. I know you don't have nothing. I mean, I have stuff in mind, but yeah, <laughs> that's okay. So I just want to know, like, what is it like dating? Because I know you're single, and you've been single for you said almost going on thirty six years. Thirty six years going on thirty six years. Just holding tight. Um, holding on. Yet holding on. How is it dating? How is dating in this? This being a Christian and also just just this this day and age. Ooh, I got braces. I kind of tripped up there. But in this day and age, how is dating? 
dating. What are some struggles? What are some sh good things about it? Some strengths, I guess you could say. What? How? What are? What's going on? Tell me. In this day and age, for me, what I learned is that your flesh has to be under super submission in order for you to stand your ground when you when you date a fine man and that's the truth you hear me listen it don't matter that i'm saved sanctified and filled with the holy ghost because i am all those but, things all those things like in real life those things but when we Y'all, they just kind of came in here <laughs> and told us. In our private studio. In our private studio that Ain't we need to have here. on a mask. Chill. In the private studio where there is no, there's no mandate in our city no more. No. I'm sick of hearing head embarrassed for that. Uh, top yeah. Yeah. But anyway. You know what? You have to... Cause, Go on. Did you okay. lose your thought? You know what? Because he really, he really came in here. And now I, this don't even make sense to do to YouTube. It's dark. Because, yeah, it's all dark. I look dark skinned. I'm already chocolate, but now I look like I got dark rings around my eyes. Because I got my dang on my. You know what? Okay. I'm not even. You know what? I'm not even going to give it no life. It got to die. Because guess what? That, that's, that's old. It's old. It's, it's old. But no. So, holding. Because at the end of the. I got two kids, y'all. I got two kids. And. I know what the sick feel like. I do. I know what it feels like. And being that I'm still a believer and my desire is to wait till marriage, sometimes I don't. And that's not bragging, boasting, or any or uplifting that sin. That is a sin that I have struggled with here recently. And I'm just like, God, you got to show me how to hold tight again. I realized I wasn't able to hold tight. Because my flesh was way not under submission no more. It was so far away from submission. Submission was like around the corner. Yeah. How are you keeping under submission? Heck, I don't know. I'm still working it. <laughs> and like, honest God, I'm reading my word. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. Sometimes people are like, oh, yeah, you just got to stay in your word. Your word is going to take care of you for that moment. No, it ain't about staying in your word all day because you got to live. You got to live a regular life. You got to, and, and the word is a part of your life, but you got to live and do stuff. You can't just sit here and read your Bible all day, dog. I own a restaurant. So I'm not, my Bible ain't going to be right here all the time. So what I'm doing, what I've been doing every single day is flesh, you got to die. Mm -hmm. Flesh, you got to die. I keep talking to my flesh. I got to talk to my flesh because I wake up in the morning and be like, mm, I'm new. My flesh is dead today. But then something happens, something fine to walk past, and you got to have self-control. It's a fruit of the spirit. And so sometimes my self-control ain't always on top. It ain't always. And I don't care how many times you lie and say that it is. You had sex with that man in your mind, mm -hmm. and you didn't, you didn't kiss that woman in your mind, and you married. Okay, it's keeping it under submission. So it's like really constantly, it's an uphill battle, though. I believe that. I believe that. Especially there are a lot of times when you're a Christian and you're not married, it feels like the elders of the church want you to, want you want to get you married. And I wonder, 
I wonder what the urgency is about that. Like, do they know that this is almost impossible to like, you know, like not, I don't want to say anything wrong, but these are just my true no, feelings. No, say it. Because this is believers in real life and these are real like, things. You know, it's so easy for someone to tell you how to do it that's never done it. Like, I can easily tell uh, India, girl, you know, you shouldn't be having sex, you know, wait till Listen marriage. Here. Never did it. I actually, okay. My husband and I, before we got married, our pastor, we went to premarital counseling and he told us that we can't have sex. We, if we having sex, if we were having sex in that moment, not in that moment, but if we were having sex at that time with like premarital counseling, that we need to stop until we get married. And we did stop. That was like a month or two because we were we had a very short engagement because we already knew we wanted to get married. But anyway, I feel like I never had to date and be completely saved and be completely enthralled with not having premarital sex and it's tough i imagine it's yeah. tough because it's like everybody i know we not supposed to look like the world but yeah, that's the set apart thing but this the same exactly. time it it's it's one thing when you're a virgin and you don't know that temptation you don't know what that feel like you don't you don't know what you're missing until you until you had it. You don't you ain't missing nothing if you ain't never had it. You don't know what it feel like, and and it don't always anyway. So when you when you are a believer and you 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 know you had you some sex before and you had it a couple times and you liked it. Your flesh likes that. Your flesh hates everything that God loves, and your and, and your spirit loves everything. You know, loves everything that God loves, but hates everything that God hates. And so the battle is between your flesh and your spirit. My spirit is like, hey, man, chill. But my flesh, if I'm entertaining my flesh, not even with just not like I'm not I don't I don't watch porn or nothing like that. But it's a conversation where you watching this TV and the TV that we got now ain't the TV that we had when we was growing up in the 90s, though. I'm an 80s baby. So as a kid from the 80s up until the, the early 2000s, you ain't see a whole bunch of sex scenes on TV and a bunch of, like, you seen kissing, pecking, and stuff like that. But unless you was going to the a camera regular, would, like, pan over. And you, yeah. Because you just knew, you what, just knew what was going on, but you ain't never see it. But the first sex scene that I did see that made me go, that made my heart go boom, boom, was Jason's lyric. And I think that was a 90s movie. It was, it was a 90s chain, movie, but it was also rated R. It was also rated R. It was. And the ratings it was no was, TV. It wasn't on TV. Yeah. You had, it was so much harder to yeah. see that. So, like, you had to have a parent with you to go see a rated R movie when we were growing up. And so... Now... Now, you just doing whatever. They ain't tripping off of none of that stuff. What? And so, the... Regardless on if you want to believe that music, movies, TV has an effect on how your everyday life goes, it does at the end of the day. You and I ain't thinking about no sex all day. I ain't thinking about it. I ain't thought about it none today. I'm not thinking about it at all. But let me start watching a movie and it have one of those scenes in there. I'm still not thinking about it. But in my sleep, you know, I got doors open. And that's like, that's real. People don't believe in spiritual warfare. Man, listen here. Incubus and succubus will come and see you. You can go do your own research on it. I ain't got time to talk about it because this is a whole conversation that I don't even want to go into. But there are sexual demons that will come and see you at night because you over here playing around with some stuff. So how are you navigating the dating life? Like when you, oh, she, when you she, meet somebody. She navigated me on. Go when ahead. you meet somebody. 
Mm-hmm. First of all, what kind of person are you looking for? If you're looking for somebody, like who would be your, what would be your ideal match? And then I want to know when you meet someone, because we don't know if somebody's our ideal match for quite some time. Mm-hmm. When you meet someone, um, do you go in and straight and tell them straight up like, hey, this is what I'm about? Or do you ease that in and why? So the first question was, let me run it back. What's your ideal mate? What does that look like? So is that even a real thing? There's no real thing when okay. it comes to okay. ideal mate. Because I have what I want, but I know God has something totally different. And so it's like my my what I want is all surface. <laughs> I don't want your breath to stink. <laughs> um, <laughs> I need you to have some nice teeth. I need you to be a little bit taller than me. You can be you can be five. I want to know a little bit taller than me. I don't. But <laughs> I need you not to be right here with me. Like I don't need you to be right here with me. But I'm I'm getting past that that shallow house. Okay, let's get that surface. Let's that, get deep. That, but that's what you first. Okay, yeah, that's when what you first start. look at. You right. When I met my husband, I didn't know he was gonna be my husband. I sent out a tweet and I said I want to go to the Drake concert with somebody that's six feet or better, and he just answered the call. And it turned out that it worked out. He is went to, I you know the spiritual part of him was not the first thing that attracted me to him. It wasn't the second thing that attracted me to him. What well, probably wasn't the third. But when I was in my worst place, he had so much like Bible knowledge, like mm-hmm. so many verses for me whenever I was feeling down. And so that eventually became the most attractive thing to him because that shallow stuff, the surface stuff, that goes away. Like goes away. Brian's a totally different person than who I married. Used to have long hair. Now you don't have no hair. You know, that's still, still, everything else still the same, but things change and I still love that. So that, mm-hmm. the spiritual side that wasn't number one priority is definitely moving its way up and it's making me love him even more than any of the surface stuff could. Mm-hmm. But, to your yeah, point, no, yeah. I want to go surf, I want to go deeper. deeper. Now, now, for years, I used to always put it out there like, hey, I'm a minister of the gospel. You need to be a believer like I'm a believer. You okay. need to be more than a believer than me. Like, you need to love God more than I could ever love God. Why? And then, huh? Why? You said why? Mm-hmm. Because I needed you to lead me. Okay. And I needed a, I needed somebody who could lead me and my family in the right direction. If there was a, if there was anything that came up, I needed you to go to God first before you came to me. What changed? What ended up changing, nothing about that has changed. What ended up changing was I changed. Mm-hmm. And when I changed, I had to, my pastor said something to me, because this is how I was. It was all spiritual. There was no, I didn't care about if you had money, because I got my own money. I didn't care about if you had a car, I got my own car, I got my own house. I paid, like, all of my stuff, I got that. So I don't need you to have nothing. I just need you to be able to leave me. That's how I was looking at it, right? And so my pastor, he sat me down one day. I brought a guy to him, because I was like, this is, I think this is it, but I was already having some second guessing because I was shallow house started to come in a little bit. And I was like, ah, them knees, dog, it's them knees. And so when I when my pastor sat me down, he said, daughter, that all that spiritual stuff, that's cool. That's necessary, but that's cool. But if he cannot financially take care of you and them babies, what do you need him for? And I was like, man. I got my own money. He said, exactly. So your money is your own money. And he's coming in to do what? What is he coming in to do? What is he bringing you? What is he? Is he pushing you up? Is he going to be something that's going to help you 
stay afloat. You ain't got to worry about him because he old school. But when I heard that, it was like, dang, because I'm always looking at things like, listen, I'll pay my way. I'm going to take care of myself if I need to take care of myself. I, you know, I got a bill and pay my bill. But he's like, but you shouldn't have to. If you want to, if y'all make that agreement to where that's what y'all do, that's fine. But there should never be a moment that you have to worry about whether or not this stuff is going to be taken care of because he already is financially stable. He's already physically stable. He's mentally stable. He, it was things that I didn't look at outside of the spirit. I had to pay attention to the natural too. And so it caused me to now, oh, wait. I love the fact that you love Jesus. And I ain't really tripping off of you. I, I mean, I get it. Your car broke down because my car broke down. But your car been broke down for a long time, though. And you stay with your mama. And I got a whole, like, for me, I'm not dating under me. And that's that sounds shallow. I know it does. But the reality is set. Nigga, you can't. I'm sorry, y'all. But I'm here. Um, not saying I'm higher than anybody, but I'm right here as far as like, um, I have my own business, two businesses. I have my own. There's nothing wrong with anything that you just said. I don't think you should date under you. I don't think that that should be a stigma for a woman, for a woman to say, I'm not going to date under me. Right? Samuel, what's his name? Samuels? Kevin Samuels? <laughs> Kevin Samuels like, is like, Kevin Samuels is like, Oh, you want you a high, uh, what do you call uh, it? Uh, oh, God. A high value man. A high value man. You want right? a high value man, but you ain't and a high you value man. But here's the thing. All you bring is butt. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And what India said, like, she's not dating under her. Um, I think that makes perfect sense. If we're going to struggle together, because then, because it becomes, okay, so it becomes an issue when you have a woman that's not going to date under her and a man that's not going to date under him. Mm -hmm. Right? Everybody's reaching for that over mm -hmm. so then something somebody ha there has to be some compromise somewhere in some situation mm -hmm. and i'm talking about beyond the car breaking down i'm talking about there's got to be some compromise some kind of way because though i'm not going to date under me and i do need somebody that's going to be able to have my back financially and i do need somebody that's going to be able to have my back mentally and spiritually and all those things there are going to be times when that person that role is gonna switch, and, I'm and you're okay gonna have to be that and one. You, you know don't have what? to be the leader. I'm good with that. I'm completely good with that. But going in, going in, you want to date somebody that is doing better than you. No, I'm saying I want somebody on the same on level, level as me. Got it. You got ain't got to be better than me. You, I just at least you ain't even got to have your own business. You ain't got to do nothing. Just have a job, dog. A job, your own spot, like your own spot. Cause I got my own house. Yeah. Regardless on how I got it, I got it. I got my own car. I got my kids. The fact that I have kids is what changes things for me. You're not a dad, and I get it. Some dads are all they may not have kids, and they come in and they know how to be parents better than the parents. Like parents that's been having kids, I appreciate that, and I can take that. But when you have no experience with kids, then you coming into a ready-made family. You coming into a ready-made family. You ain't never ever had to be around kids. Like, outside of the fact that you was at church and you seen the kids in the children's car? Yeah. No, like, really? I got a 16-year-old son. I have a 16-year-old son that is towering over most men. <laughs> you coming into that, and he is a whole lot of boy. He, he don't, yeah. You coming into that, you got to be, be able to handle something like that. He's not a disrespectful kid, but you got to be able to navigate through those waters. And so I think it's more about navigating through the waters of my life that's already gone. 
Yeah. And I need somebody that's able to already navigate through those waters. You got kids already? Okay, that's fine. If you ain't got kids, I'm, I'm, I would much rather you not have kids. But if you got kids, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's okay. You know, just don't want no more because I ain't having no more. Um, From my experience, my personal experience, I, I feel like when I met Brian, that's my husband's name, he was doing better than me. Mm-hmm. And then he pulled me to his level and then it fluctuates. But India mentioned earlier this week a verse in Genesis, Genesis 2 and 18 that says, Then the Lord said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him, right? So mm-hmm. anyway, I was saying that it's like slingshots, it's back and forth. Who some we a partnership now, so there's no one doing better than the other. But there will there if there comes a time when I am making more money than him, when mm-hmm. I am do you know leading us spiritually and doing that i need to keep in the mind frame that i'm still not i'm still here to be his helper exactly i have to in the in 2021 women are killing it black women especially we are i mean there are statistics out there about us on google just google it do your googles yeah we're doing so good and india mentioned earlier like i'm not gonna date under me that's fine not asking you to the Bible's not asking you to. Mm-mm. The Bible is saying basically like, but you're still his helper. And that's the that's the important part about it is that I'm not going to come in and, and stump over you or, or you know, boo-boo on you at all because of whatever you got going on. Because in certain circumstances, I can look past all of that stuff, but I there has to be a plan. There has to, God had, God told us to write the vision. I think it's Habakkuk 2 and 2. Write the vision and make it plain so that somebody else could go and follow behind it you know they it needs to be plain so that other people can follow this path i have to be able to follow this path you got a plan i'm gonna push you i'm the biggest cheerleader of anybody literally especially if it's a if somebody i'm interested in you made it listen i'm going to love you through this i'm going to be your helpmate but the thing about it is don't come in expecting me to help and you ain't even trying you're not about to you're not gonna pick somebody up off the and they're no, not doing I'm nothing. not picking you up off the ground dog. I understand I get it I'm not picking you up off the ground and I think that I, I you had, think that's affecting your dating life right now no not at all not not at all because the guys that I've dated that I've been going on dates with they are very successful men so they just is it not, not is they, it so they have that part they have it. that part but they don't have the other part. part that's the that's the problem so, did you ever answer my second question of, like, do you go in and... I know you said you used to do that. I used so to do now, that, but now... So, now, you go in and say, hey, this is what I'm about. Okay, so today I'm a new skin. I'm new wine skin. You are. <laughs> so... So, India, I know the answers <laughs> to some of these questions. <laughs> and I... And, and India, like, this is my best friend. So, we talk all the time, every day. <laughs> so, I know some of these questions. So, she didn't really expect... I don't have none of this written down. No, I had no but idea. But she also she didn't expect cook. all this... So she's kind of trying to get, get past that mental block of like. <laughs> but I do want because there are we have single listeners. I'm sure we have married listeners. Yeah. It's from from me talking to her daily like I do, and I hear about these these dates. It is a struggle. I'm happy I'm married. Like it huh, is a struggle. Couldn't man. do it. Couldn't be me. She she knows I'm crazy, and I'll be like, No, I trust me, and you're you're cheating on me. I we're not going to deal with this. Not cheating. Not doing that. Not dealing with that. And people will be like, well, why do you think that? Because he had a random water bottle in his car. Not dealing with it. I trust myself. Yeah, crazy. Because I'm crazy. crazy. So I could never survive. I don't think I could survive in this climate. So we talk about this all the time. And I feel like it would be nice to have that perspective <laughs> to, you guys, to you guys from her and me as well. So 
I want him to feel How do you present yourself, though? Like, how does it go? And the, okay, so today, I'm back to presenting. <laughs> I, go, I gotta new. go back to today. She said she's new. Because I am is. new. And today, I present that now. I present it again because I, 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 found, I found out that I was trying to live in a freedom that wasn't real freedom. Mm-hmm. It was freedom in my flesh. Mm-hmm. That was it. It closes the spiritual pond when you say something that honest to. I mean, it closes the pond of men when you say, hey, this is what I'm about. It, it kind of really, cuts off your, your, yeah. and your supply. For, but it gets rid of the... The riffraff. It gets rid of the riffraff. And sometimes it doesn't. no kerfuffle. Everybody just goes. You know, but the thing about it is, yeah, I shenanigans. shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, and it closes your dating pool. Sometimes. Okay. And sometimes it don't. You want to know what closes your dating pool? This is what... Because men will put on... they. There's a lot of men that I've met who identify as believers, as Christians, and they do not walk in that thing. And so they have the title, but they don't have the fruit. I'll say that. And so having the title and not having the fruit. Hold on, y'all. Having the title and not having the fruit is, for me... It's a struggle. So, what I did was I took sex off the table. And when you take sex off the table, Mm. like, you really get to see who you're dealing with, who... And it doesn't make you less of a believer if you if you engage in that. It just say that that show that show sin right now. That show sin that you're struggling with. Everybody, nobody is without it. So that's the sin that you struggle. That's what you like. That show pleasure. But when God is like, this God is bigger than me now. That's your God. My flesh was my God, and I was allowing my flesh to rule me. So anything that rules me. Greater than God rules me is my God. So, mm. and that's what the word says. Now, I, I can't go to it because I'm, I'm recording on my phone, but in the word, it the Lord has said it. And I believe it's in, um, what was we in? Galatians 6. Galatians? Galatians 6. Um, set, uh, yeah, Galatians 6, 7. Go to Galatians 6, 7. Um, yeah, so it goes, uh, it says, um, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Verse 8, whoever sows to please their, their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. Um, is that, that ain't the scripture that I was looking for, but there's a scripture that talks about, um, your flesh being like whatever you whatever you give more to is your god like whatever idol you have it's a, it's dealing with an idol i can't remember it right now i'll put it in the uh, we'll put it in the um in the bio so that y'all can go and look it up but anything that's bigger than god is a god anything that you give more time to is a god mm. like you you give god 2 hours out your day and then you give everything else tv and, and don't let somebody call trying to talk, you know, Jesus to you and you in the middle of watching whatever 
guilt TV you like watching. I don't know what you call. What did you used to call it? Um, Ratchet TV. I forgot. Kish used to have a name for it, and she's like, I'm watching filth TV or <laughs> trash TV. Trash, That's what it is. Trash, trash TV. So whatever trash TV that you don't want to pull away from when somebody's like, I got a word for you, girl. Nah, bitch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It becomes your God a little bit. And I was, I got plagued with that. I got plagued so bad. Like, oh my God, my flesh became my God. Because it wasn't nothing that could stop me from doing what I wanted to do with my flesh. Not nothing. I don't care who was talking to me. I don't care who said what. Not nothing could stop me because I felt like I had a freedom that the church didn't tell me I knew that I had. Church kept telling me, you know, who the, who the son says free, who the son makes free is free indeed. But they don't talk about what that freedom looked like. And I thought it was freedom like to do like, okay, I know I can do it. Hey, I did. I felt like it was freedom to do what I know I'm going to sin. And I'm not about to let sin keep me in this bubble. I'm not going, oh, I don't want to go over there. Oh, I can't be going around such and such because I'm going to end up smoking again. I'm going to end up. And I know that ain't what that looked like. That ain't what, you know, that's not freedom. That's, that's a prison. And so I took it a step further. You interpreted it a different way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the Lord rocked my life and was like, no, that's not the freedom. That ain't what freedom look like either. What's it look like? It don't don't look like that. (laughs) (laughs) It don't look like that. The freedom freedom to be who you are and not let sin rule you. Mm -hmm. And that's the reality. You can be whoever you are, but don't let sin rule you. And the flesh... That flesh breeds sin. It does. So I was letting that sin push me to men that I didn't feel comfortable enough to tell, like, hey, I really don't want to, you know, I really don't want to have sex. I really don't. I'm really not here for just. Like, I'm, that's not I'm, what. I'm, I want really something to date more. with a purpose. And I need substance. Yes. I need substance. And so I would immediately break ties after I had sex with him because. There was no, there was nothing else there. That's yeah. all we had. You was just a face. Yeah. You're just a face. And for me, like that sounds crazy, but you're just a face. And when you're just a face, there is nothing you can give me. Yeah. So then it changed. It all switched for me. And it's like, nah, you need to know that our conversations is going to be, you know, we're going to have high highs and low lows, but we're going to talk about you know, TV, whatever, but we're going to definitely talk about God more than anything. Not because I want you to feel like I'm extra religious, but because I need you. Like, that's the majority of my conversation anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to my best friend. I'm talking to my sister. I'm talking to the customers. It's going to come out. But I was does. hiding. Yeah. I was trying to hide it from them. But it wasn't even it wasn't even good because I'm, I'm sitting up like, here like, well, point? let me pray for you. Are you sick? Let me pray for you real quick. You know, it's like it's coming out still. And so God's like, you are living a lie. Mm-hmm. Woman of God. Denying me, honestly. Denying my time. Denying my presence in your life. Yeah. And that's what I Not was Not the complete presence, but like how big of a presence it is. Um, when you said the freedom to do things that you want and you didn't want it to look like, oh, I have to stay in this box. I can't go over there because I don't want to do this. I still think like something as extreme as crack. I don't smoke crack. I'm not going to a crack house. Just not going to do it. I'm not going. I to have a crack no house. interest in going to a crack house. Now when it's some, <laughs> now when I it's might go to a crack house to pull something. somebody out. Now when it meet me on the curb. Now you when it's something as as 
is celebrated, right, as your sexuality. In that too. That's tough though, because it's so celebrated. It's so normal and natural and I'm a woman and I, I'm this sexual being. And so it's, ooh, be it's in easy touch with to your say, body and, you know, right. Ooh. It's easy to say, I'm not going to go to a crack house because obviously I don't want to smoke crack, but we all have sexual parts, organs, and they are all <laughs> naturally sexual parts. My <laughs> organs is to pee out of. Okay. They ain't, <laughs> they ain't just for no We sexing. all get turned on with all <laughs> sexual people. So it's hard to say, you know what? I'm going to stay away from this because what does it turn a person on? I mean, I mean, it's so different for everybody. Like, you can say, I'm not going to watch this movie because that'll turn me on. But then you turn to the right and you, and it's you right might get there. turned on by a velvet wall. I don't know. Listen. So it might be harder to avoid those things than it is a crack house, though. I, I, I don't understand the struggle I emphasize with you, though. No, the struggle, it's a struggle because you don't, when you are a believer and all you've been hearing is, you know, God created you to be a wife, you know, or, mm. you know, they're in the church, they, they kind of groom the young women or the, the single women into being wives. Yes, it's like and, a thing they push, like. And I don't even know if I want to be married. Go on somewhere. Like that. that I, I try to marry Cortez. I'm not, listen. Oregon, No. <laughs> Cortez, that's a funny name. <laughs> don't nobody want to wear marry the pastor's son? He got a short foot. No, I don't want to marry him. Um, <laughs> but the reality is that, like, I'm sorry, church, but that's y'all got to stop pushing marriage on everybody. Like, mm. that's the thing that we need to be that, like, that's our end all be all. That's not the end all be all. And a lot of times, like, all you hear about right now is relationships everywhere. And so, everybody's kind of like, oh, well, I'm single and I'm good with being single and I'm independent. And I'm, a, but you see, you secretly want somebody, but then there's the flip side to it. That's like, man, I just want to be, I want to be in love. And you see all the love stories. You see all the, the people on Instagram and on Facebook and they proposals and all of this stuff is happening. And it makes the single woman, especially a believer who's been, who's been groomed to be a wife, you looking at it like, man, I need to, what am I not doing? Why am I not? And so then you got other people who's telling you, well, you need to, uh, you need to practice being a wife right now so that when your husband comes, oh, you don't like cleaning up right now? Girl, I'm about, I got a maid. I don't, like, what? I don't have to clean up. And then, because that don't make me less of a wife because I ain't cleaning up. That don't make me less of a wife because I don't want to cook. No, there is chefs. And that if I have money to do it, I'm going to do that. But they teach you. This is the things you need to do. You have to be able to do all of this stuff. Quiet as it's kept in the Bible, the women did not cook. But don't nobody want to talk about that either. That sounds good to me. Uh, I, I, well, we know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think the church, not all churches, but I think we're just speaking of like. Enjoyment. The body of Christ, period. It's I happening a lot. They focus too much on becoming someone becoming this person just for someone else like you want to be a wife don't you you want to do this don't you like what about who i'm becoming for me don't tell me that i should act a certain way or i should cook and start okay. cleaning and what acting about? like a wife for someone else like this is just normal natural things that i should i'm going to eventually gravitate towards and don't say hey you don't 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 do that because then your husband when you get a husband you're gonna treat him like that no, I'm not. My life does not, my end goals in life do not revolve around getting a husband. And I think the church does not. My end goals that. revolve around being a servant of the Most High God. Listen, my, 
I'm not supposed to be so engulfed with the fact that I'm going to be a wife that I forget that I'm a wife to God already. Mm. I'm right. the bridegroom. I'm the bride. The body of Christ is the bride. So if we're going if we going to emphasize on anything, let's emphasize on that. Mm-hmm. Not on the fact that I'm about to be a wife to this man. No, I don't even know how to be a wife to God. Mm-hmm. So there's there's where it turns into a, let me teach you how to be a wife to God. Don't teach me how to be a wife to him. Teach me how to be a wife to God so that when he comes, I'm already a wife. Because the Bible, I think it's in Proverbs when it says, he who finds a wife mm-hmm. finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. She did not become a wife when they got married. She was a wife already. Mm. But how did that happen? Mm. God created that woman and he spent time with that woman. And he he put some things in her that it took some it took a lot of her. I don't know what it took for her, but for me, it took some things for me in order for me to become the wife that I am today. It took a whole two years on a sabbatical, 18 months on a whole entire sabbatical from all things God. Not saying I wasn't a believer no more because God, I was like, God, listen, you know, just don't kill me in this. I'm going to slip and slide in these streets. I'm slipping and sliding. I was in the, I was in the streets on a leash. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? I was only able to go outside the fence because so God was not letting me get off that block. Because he still used me. He said, and he can use whatever. You're the only person who can fire you and still use you. But the fact that he didn't fire me, <laughs> the fact that he didn't fire me, he found favor in me. Because he said, you, you did this because you didn't know. You did this because you didn't know. But the moment that you started to come into the know of what the, the, the seed that bred this in your life, that's when you were able to walk away from it. I couldn't walk away from it. It wasn't nothing I could do to walk away from it. I don't care how much praying I did. I could not get away from it. I think that once you embody that idea of I'm already a wife, God made me a wife, mm-hmm. right? So you embody that idea and then you think about what a wife does for their husband. Like if God has already made you a wife, right? And you're married to him, then you won't be sleeping around. You won't be out here doing whatever it is that you like th- like of course that you have to date to find someone but like absolutely sleeping around but that's stuff, that won't be that won't be a thing because you're like i'm already a wife i'm already thinking like this like this you cannot you can't do me better than what god is doing but you got to show up in that same capacity that's why you gotta and, be right here with me dog yep she's you can't my daddy say my daddy my biological my father my father in the absolute natural he tells me all the time he got to treat you better than me and my daddy treats me really like he takes care of me if need be. Um, if I need anything, I can go to him. If I like, you know, he's my daddy. So, but still treat me like a princess, all of that. But if you don't treat me better than my daddy treat me, and I know that's that's a hard that's a hard one to go through. My daddy, he he's done some things that that wasn't too pleasing, but he still treats me like this is my baby girl. And I want to make sure she's good. And I want to make sure everything concerning her is good. You got to be able to do that. And if you can't even do that on the bare minimum, what makes you think that I'm about to be in a full mom relationship with you, dog? A relationship where I got to give you all of this time and I'm feeling like you draining me because every time we talk, it's just, hey, what you doing? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Oh, okay. How was your day? My day was the same as it was yesterday. Nothing exciting happened. Can we talk about something different? 
Like, asking for too much. Are we? I probably am, but we ain't gotta talk about the Bible. What? Like, I ain't got. You ain't gotta do like. Oh, so what did you read today? I didn't read nothing actually. <laughs> I actually didn't read nothing. But what it's I did. have an easy and normal conversation. Yes. Like, where you're not gonna what you doing me to death? Like, no, thank don't you. what you doing? I'm not interested. Sorry. That's what happens in the dating world right now, though. That's a lot of what happens. I mean, there's girls that women that don't experience that all the time. But listen here. It that sounds terrible often. but i guess it's this i don't know i don't know it just sounds terrible it sounds like a terrible thing but i know that there are there are great dating experiences there's a there. lot of great dating i've had great dating experiences but i don't think i was ready for it mm. would you say you're ready now i would say today i am but i don't know if i want to be married and that's and that's honest of you but like if you're not, so you said today you're ready. Today I'm ready. But to be in a full committed relationship. Today I'm ready to be in a full committed relationship. I just don't want to marry the wrong person. And that's what scares me. So it makes me be like, ah, I don't know if I want to get married. Because people put on, and that's the struggle. That's the main struggle. Because people put on, I don't know, this is some. This is trash TV, but... The baby. Mm-hmm. This is just a prime example. The baby with this girl that he didn't had this baby with. After she got pregnant, he treated her like trash. But before, she was on everything. She was in everything. He was treating her like the queen that he thought she was, and all of these things. And then reduced her to the side chick. Yeah. When she when he was, I love her so much. But here's the on thing video, like, and, and it's entertainment. But this is the thing. This has happened to me. So it's like, had it not happened to me before, I wouldn't be like, man, yeah, that happens. Yeah, no, it does. Cause it's but happened. let's check. So with that situation, she knew the baby was a trash character to begin with. Yeah. You can't change somebody. Like when he was with his, and this is cause y'all know she said in the beginning, I keeps up on my trash. Mm-hmm. So when in the beginning, when he was dogging out his first baby mama, she was doing backflips about it. Like, oh, you know, he chose me. He chose the yellow bone. Colorist much. Anyway, I feel I do not feel any kind of way. Sorry for her. Anyway, he's like, she's like, oh, he chose me. He chose the yellow bone. He likes the yellow bone, which was completely weird because it's really red bone if you're light skinned. But that's, you know, she might be a 90s baby. I'm not sure. So anyway. Probably 2000s. Then, probably. So then... The months pass, she has this baby, and then he becomes that same character. like All over again. So I said all that to say, there are warning signs of like, oh, you, of you, thankfully you don't meet somebody and then get married tomorrow. Like no. there are warning signs. There are things that, and as women, we think we can change them. I don't know if it comes from being in school and being the quiet girl and then the teacher always sit the bad boy next to us because she think it's going to rub off. So we have this, this complex of like being a hero. No, mm-hmm. no, we can't change nobody. They gonna they show you who they are every time. That's what they gonna be. Uh, every time people can change. I'm not people saying can, can change, but they can only change with the power of God, and that's right. true. Right. So like, that's I don't think way. you should worry about marrying the wrong. But the, the thing about it is, is that they show these signs late sometimes. Yeah, that's why you don't get married tomorrow. I know, but it's like you in there. And then you you constantly bypassing it because he ain't always been like this. And 
times have changed and stuff has happened and then you make excuses yes yeah. and so that's where it's like oh i just hope that i don't make too many excuses to you know to make myself go into something that I really, I didn't see this coming, man. There's some stuff that you really just don't see coming. Oh, I, I, absolutely, always. You just don't see it coming. And it's like, wait, what? There's been zero red flags until right now in this moment? You got to stay beside him. Stick by that man. I ain't sticking beside none of that. I, I that's why I tell India all the time, like, I trust myself. I It might sound crazy to you and the guy that I might be dating at the time. But no, nah, that's God, though, dog. You exactly. Trust, I you trust, trust the God what I feel. And if I feel like, you know what, this is the first time you did this, but this is feeling real familiar. This feels makes me feel sick, like... This ain't what I want because they can't hide who they are for a long time. And engagement should last longer than two months, even though I just said I got, <laughs> I got married after two months being engaged. But that's, we knew each other. I'll tell y'all my story one day. We don't have much time left. But um, they will show you who they are eventually. They cannot keep hiding. Plus, God gives you the spirit. Is it the spirit? It's the discernment. Yeah. And so he talks to you throughout that thing. You just got to listen. Yeah. And that's, that's not that's, that's what makes me seem kind of flaky sometimes and kind of um what what is it? Um sabotage. I like I sabotage a little bit. Mm -hmm. I ain't sabotaging. Nope. I just know what the Lord is showing me. Yep. And I can't always tell you exactly what that is, but I know he's showing me that you ain't it for me. And I'm <laughs> not about to be I'm not going to let myself get all caught up in this love triangle with you and your other your other self uh -uh. and god ain't in the midst of it either especially if we start out and we didn't have this sexual encounter most times we don't but uh, sometimes i've had some sexual encounters with people and it's like oh man you try to make it work you try. don't want it to be like a waste of a body or and that's that's the yeah a waste of like because you give yourself to these people. I know back season when we talked about soul ties and we, we we try to discover if those were real things. I think we said it wasn't. I don't remember. I, don't really. remember. I feel like they are. But, I feel like I got some souls. I feel like I had some souls in me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I had some souls and the Lord had to dig it up. He had to dig a ditch in me. As we discover who God wants us to be and who God wants us to be with, we are going to have some bodies on the way maybe right like of course do not have sex before marriage but the point of this episode was to figure out first of all is that even realistic anymore it should be is it how is it when you are single and you're dating in this in this world i keep wanting to say this pandemic it has taken the panda express has taken over my vocabulary lord have mercy in this world like and coming from somebody that's actually single and doing it, like I said, I'm married and I I am. Listen, don't. I'm still tempted. Like it's it's just a natural thing. Like I see cute, and nice looking men all the time, and it's like, oh, you look great. Like you look great, but then it's like that's a headache. I don't want to. Even, I wouldn't. Train that ain't my a headache. For the world. That ain't a headache. I won't. No, thank but you. But when you're single, you don't know. You just like, oh, that's okay, my one. He could be it. He could, he, be it. he could be it, but we don't know. The world, hey, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a <laughs> I'm hoping that by this time next year, India is in a committed relationship. I would say married, but I don't know. I'm not going to put no limits on it, so I'm just going to start at the very beginning. Committed. Like committed relationship. relationship. Um, yep. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> 
we can and then we'll touch figure out if she wants to be married because the world when the world tells you so much so many times like oh you should be married you should be married this is something that you should aspire you do like you do rebel against it and you're like no i said no you can't make me do that mm-hmm. i like the reality is y'all i want to be married but i just don't want to marry the wrong person I don't want to marry and then struggle. You're obsessed. Yeah, because when you when you are a kid and you watch your mama and your daddy fight to the death, and then you Not turn to around. The death, for real, they're no, both they, still alive. They both still alive. Jeez, but listen, it, crackers. It could have. You don't know. It could have. It could have went one of the way. My anyway, mama fight to the death. Fight to the death, and then you turn. My mama leaves, gets a divorce. Oh God, I ain't never getting married. That's one. Okay. Then my daddy goes and get married again. Beats the dog crap out of her. Boom. Oh, dog, I ain't never getting married. But my daddy ain't never laid a head on me. Not one hand on me ever in my whole entire life. Not one. But I'm looking at these things and then I'm turning around and I'm seeing my cousins. And then I'm seeing, you know, their girlfriends. And I'm seeing all these women. And then I'm, I got friends. I got friends as teenagers who are provoking fights. These girls is like, he only loved me because he only hit me because he loved me and really mean it. And I'm like, what? Never I'm not ever. So I had a very distorted view of marriage, but then it was like, but you need to be married. But why do I need to be married? I want to do God's will. And if God's will is for me to be married, then I'm going to do that. But I want it to be ministry in the marriage not going to church and doing all no 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 the marriage is a ministry and everybody there's not a lot of people that look at marriage as a ministry Mm. so it's like when Mm, i'm putting these things out here i'm like i know what's in my mind and how i want to articulate it but it's like are you gonna see that i that marriage is a ministry are you gonna see that we gonna have to come together and figure this out before we can go to anybody else to figure this out like, I get that part of it, but, like, we're going to have to get on our knees and figure this out, dog. And I need that to be our first thing versus trying to argue. I'm not arguing with nobody. We're going to figure this. Not, I'm not arguing. No, you want to argue. You want to argue. I'm not arguing with you. <laughs> you man. No. Uh, so, I, those are things that I try, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from. So, that's where the spirit of fear comes in. So, I'm, my prayer today is that the spirit of fear from marriage removes itself so that I can enjoy the ministry of marriage but this just that God sends me somebody who wants to enjoy the ministry of marriage with me I agree I touch and agree on that I really do I all of our friends are married and I know India she puts on this thing like she doesn't care she might not care well for a few years in the past I want to say maybe 10 years ago she was just like she said don't want to get married don't care for it not interested in it and then as she grew in Christ, she did want to get married more. And I don't think it was the church pushing her. I just think it was like a, just a... I wanted to get married so I could have sex. <laughs> and that's another thing. And we have to go, so we're going to do a part two to this. Okay, friends? Yes. I do think that, I was going to say this and I swallowed it on down, but since she said it, I think that the church knows how good sex is. And... But we also, they also don't want you to sin. So they're like, get married because you are going to want the to Bible do it. tells you. You are going to want to have sex. But and listen, it's going to be amazing. It and is. we don't want you to sin. So get married. But that's when people end up getting peoples. Who am I? King Richard? Anyway, that's when people end up getting married to, for the wrong reasons. Not necessarily mm-hmm. to, to the wrong person because 
you know, we all jacked up. We all. And you just told you a little bit about her childhood trauma, baby. It goes deeper, and so does mine. But you get so pushed into by the church, and even by your friends. Like your friends are like, when all your friends are married, all my friends is married. You're like, well, what's wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with you. We didn't all, all of us. Not, not just talking about my friends, but all of us didn't make the right, the best decisions on why we got married or who we got married to. We just, you know what? I'm gonna stick beside him. That's my man. I'm gonna stick beside him. Mm. I you want for any of to have like this completely different outlook on on it all. Like, don't get me wrong, and I know my husband listens to this. Don't get me wrong. I love Brian. I married Brian because I love him, and really, that's really the, that's the bottom line. And yes, we do have a problem. But when India said that she wants her marriage to be a ministry, that was like, wow. Like, and even for our married listeners out there, like, it's not too late to to yeah, your make your marriage a ministry. ministry. That's so, what that's the purpose of it. He it was a help me to help him do what God already told him to do. That was what the help meet was for. The helpmate was for to help Adam do what God already told him to do. That's why God was like, Adam, I told you. Adam. He didn't even address Eve. He, he didn't lead her. You did not lead you her. You didn't you didn't tell her not to. But that's the woman you gave me. No, that's who you said was a woman. That's who you chose. You could have chose a bear and said that was a woman, though. But no, she came out of you. And so so with that, it's like, okay, I, I just, if it's going to be ministry, it's going to have to be ministry for real, for real. I like that. I've never heard you say that. I like that. I like the idea of your marriage being a ministry. I like the idea of you taking your time. And just putting your first foot forward, like, hey, I this is where I, I am, India Monique, period. Nothing else needs to come behind that mm -hmm. except for who you are in the body of Christ. And if somebody doesn't want to deal with that, bye. Just weed them out, Lord. Like, take them from me. I don't need, you are fine as wine. You look but beautiful. Boy, you can't do you that are a me. beautiful man. But if you cannot walk this path of ministry with me and and lead me when I need to be led, and also let me lead you if you need to be led. Yeah, it ain't what am I submitting to? You, you're happen. not even submitting to God. Mm. And Indeed. and it's not. There's times when we ain't gonna submit. There's times when. But we you can bring gonna, it around. You can bring but it you can always. Around. But we we get it. I get it. Times is gonna be tough. This is not supposed to be perfect. But dog, come on, man. You yeah. gotta have a relationship as of some sort. Yeah. You have to have a prayer life of some sort. Something. Like you gotta have that. And I'm not I'm not perfect by no means. And I'm not looking for a perfect man. I just need God's man. And, and that's beyond the shallow hell of it all. Like you just if somebody came to me and he looked, gotta be and he look looked nice it. and was like, <laughs> you know what? I don't have the I don't have the things you have, India. I don't. But I'm a praying man and I'm I working the I'm following God and and letting him lead me. And I'm going to show you that I'm, it's not going to just be lip service. I'm showing you that I'm doing these things. Then there might be some wiggle room. Not yeah, in the looks department, obviously, because no, India no is all about I gotta be looks, able. To, okay? I got to be able to wake up to you. She like, it's going to fade away. She likes. It's going to fade away, but don't let it fade away tomorrow. She likes a good looking man. I sure Okay, do. we all do. But give yourself our. It just, you need to have, you will have some wiggle room if you, the first thing is, of course, we, the first thing we see is people's look, looks, obviously, but after that, spirit, like, what, what's mm -hmm. your spirit look like? Mm -hmm. What you doing in there? You just out here living? It gotta be okay. more than that, man. It gotta be more than that. But we gonna, we gonna wrap it up and we gonna uh, come back to y'all and finish this conversation. 
Um, maybe next week, maybe the week after. I don't know. But we're going to finish this conversation because it's good. And if y'all have questions, put your questions on our Instagram, Believers in Real Life. Put it under the uh, podcast, on whatever streaming podcast you're listening to. We'll get the messages. We'll get the notifications. We want to talk to y'all. We want to know how y'all feel about it. I know I'll be sounding crazy. It's okay. And we are leaving. Go see India live at Maddie's. Come see me live. Never. Southern houses. <laughs> Bye.